What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. What is up, Elevation Nation and Sammy? What's going on, dude? What's up? Coming to you live from Boston, bro. Ooh, too loud, too loud. Elevation Nation does not like loud Sam. Uh, let's get medium Sam. What's going on, Sam? Nothing much, man. Coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, working from here this week. Never been to Beantown before. Beantown? B-Town? See, I don't even know. Uh, it's called Boston. That's awesome. I love Boston. What a special city. It's very nice that you have the ability to just travel there, hang out at a friend's place, and actually, elevation former Elevation Nation guest, Corey Friedman, right? Are you staying in his apartment? I am. I'm staying at Corey's this week. It's uh, been wonderful. He's been very hospitable. I really enjoy his apartment and his decorations. In fact, so much so that I'm buying lots of his stuff, his pictures and things, because I think they're so cool. And we're having a great time. You're buying it off of him? Um, I did buy one of his pieces of art, which uh, he is commissioning, if anyone's interested. And then I also stole a different piece of artwork that he likes I'm buying. So, yeah, staying with Corey this week. We're also uh, visiting a, another former Elevation Nation guest in John Camardella um, at Harvard, which is going to be really exciting. I've never been to Harvard before, so we're going to go check it out there as well. So lots of exciting things going on this week, man. But uh, I had... And you saw uh, a pretty extraordinary event, right? You came at the right time. Not the Red Sox winning and going to the ALCS. A different event. That was that was a that was a pretty cool event too. I got no, to, it wasn't. Uh, it was not cool at all. It was a very cool event. I got to be in Boston for that, which was awesome. Um, town really loves its loves their sports, that's for sure. And um, yeah, the Boston Marathon was yesterday, so we got to go see the Boston Marathon. Um, honestly, got goosebumps. You know, standing. Right at the finish line where, you know, the bombing happened, uh, you know, so many years ago and um, just a crazy energy in the air. I'm sure that most marathons are really cool and inspiring like that. But just being in Boston, I think, holds its own weights and emotions and heavy hearts uh, and inspiration. And so I loved it. It was a really cool experience. And I think that's something cool we can talk about today, Parker, because I know you're training for a marathon, which is a cool, cool physical feat that uh, you want to accomplish, which is awesome. It's very inspiring. The Boston Marathon is like the Super Bowl of marathons, uh, if you didn't know that, Sam, or Elevation Nation. Like, that is the marathon. Like, you can't just show up on race day saying, hey, I want to run 26.2 miles in Boston. You have to qualify. Can you do that anywhere? Uh, not necessarily. There's a lot you have to qualify for, but the Boston Marathon is like the penultimate marathon that people run. Like the best runners in the world race in that race. But yeah, I am uh, seven weeks away from my first marathon. And I told Elevation Nation back in January that one of my goals this year in 2021 was to run a freaking marathon. And now I am seven weeks away from killing my legs and being very dehydrated as I cross that finish line, hopefully. 
but it's been a it's been a wild experience man and like i i was watching actually the boston marathon it's so legit it was on tv i was like watching i'm like watching these guys i'm like dang like what's going through their mind right now as they're like crossing the finish line like what 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 pushed them for those last six miles right like what what is that thing that keeps them going and the furthest I've ran is 17 miles, and I've had to exercise a lot of mental fortitude to get to 17. But to get to 26, I don't know, man. I mean, what 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 was on your what was your takeaway? What was your observations that those as those people finished the you know the race and they were just kind of like standing there and like were they happy? Were they excited? Were they like sad that they were caught? Like what was up? I'm curious. I want to know because I'm going to be living it. I can't tell you what they were feeling, man. I think that's only something that you uh, can earn, that feeling and, and that emotion and knowing exactly what's running through their heads. So you're far closer than I am to being able to experience that because I don't think I will ever uh, willingly run a marathon. But yeah, I, it was very emotional. I think the coolest part was that this was normal, everyday people, doctors, lawyers, school teachers, nurses running the marathon. Right? These are normal, everyday people who set their minds to something, decided that this was a goal that they wanted to go after, and pushed themselves using mental fortitude to try to get there. And seeing them smile as they crossed the finish line, you know, realizing, one, that the pain was over, which I'm sure they were really happy about, but two, that they proved to themselves that their minds could push themselves further than their bodies probably wanted them to or would allow. That was a pretty special moment to see all those normal, everyday people who had been looking forward to this, working so hard towards this goal just to prove to themselves to feel alive, to live, and they were able to do it. So I'm excited for you, man. I'm glad that uh, you'll be able to hopefully have that feeling when you, uh, you know, knowingly soon cross that finish line in your I'm going to try my best. But, like, it's so crazy when you put yourself in, like, a physical feat, like, to do something. Like, I've learned just so much about, like, myself and, like, my body. And like it's really crazy. Like I know Jesse Itzler. Like you remember when we saw him uh, speak at Next Gen? And he was talking about like your mind will tell you that you can't do it, you can't move on, but your body can actually go a lot further. Like your body, your mind convinces you, plays traps on itself. Dude, I've learned so much. Like your body can go so much further and do so much more than you actually think it can. It's it's really unbelievable, and it really is. It comes down to mindset. Like it really does. It's like, dang, yeah, my feet hurt. Yeah, my thighs hurt. Yeah, I'm dehydrated. Go get some water. But like, you can do so much more than we're than we think we're capable of. We put such a um, what's that? I we talked about on a podcast. What's the thing where they like a car? Like the government puts it on, so you can't go over a certain speed limit. A governor. A governor. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have our own governors in our own life. We do. Like we really do. You have it. I have it. And it holds us back from really reaching our full potential that's actually there. It's in ourselves. And that's what's so exciting about the marathon and like watching it on TV and seeing the people in Boston finish and hearing about there was some woman who did the Baltimore marathon, then the Chicago marathon, and then the Boston marathon back to back to back days. Just like thinking like, holy crap, like that's amazing. Those people obviously are in incredible shape, but there has to be a massive component of that that they resort or revert to, to mindset. It has to be. 
I think that's what they rely on, right? Is training their mind. And the cool thing is that this mindset is not just with physical feats, right? It's not just with running a marathon or doing an obstacle course or lifting weights or playing sports. This mindset can translate to every aspect of your life, whether that's totally. putting in more effort in your relationships and meeting new people and going outside your comfort zone and realizing that sometimes people are going to turn you down, but you have to keep going and you have to keep trucking or whether it's you getting criticized in work and feeling like you're worthless and pushing yourself and coming back and doing better, right? Like your mindset can do more. I think sometimes people think that the physical feats is the easiest way to push and grow your mindset. But I think what you learn in those physical feats allow you to unlock new potential in other aspects of your life. It all comes down to mental fortitude. It really does. And the way we define it, it I, I love it because it's self-awareness, vision, and accountability. And the funny thing about this marathon, Sam, is like I've kind of tried to put mental fortitude to test like what we've learned. It's like the self-awareness. Okay, I like to run. I knew I liked to run well before I started training, right? I was like, I, I need to get into shape. That was my self-awareness. Like, you know, what? I need to do something that keeps me, you know, gets me in a routine during the day that I can look forward to. And then the vision was created around my goal of running a marathon. But the crazy thing about the vision is that you don't just show up at the marathon without any training. There's a lot that goes into it. And that's when accountability comes into play. The mornings I've had to wake up at 630 in the morning to go for a four mile run, eight mile run, four mile run, those weekend runs. I mean, the amount of miles that you have to put on and hold yourself accountable so that you're able to then do it is, I mean, that's mental fortitude. Um, and what's so cool to your point is like, I think that my favorite thing about this, yes, the running the marathon, crossing the finish line, it's going to be great. I mean, hopefully I finish. It's going to be great to like smile, get the medal, accomplish a huge physical feat in my life. But I think the biggest thing for me is if I cross or knowing that I just tried is that I can do it and I can apply those lessons that I've learned in so many other aspects of my life. Um, whether it's with Elevation Nation, what we're building here, whether it's with my work in my day job, my relationships, uh, or maybe another physical feat that I want to conquer. Um, it, it's really, really cool. So if you're interested in learning more, shoot me a text. I'm happy or DM me to uh, help you if you want to try to elevate your mindset to conquer whatever. Sam is happy to talk to you as well. Um. And I hope, Sam, if you're able to to come and hang out while I do cross that finish line. But I know you're a busy man. Philadelphia would love to have you for the weekend. Just saying. It's also my birthday the day before. Just saying. Uh, nothing more. Just saying. So does that mean we can't even go out on your birthday that I'm just going to have to sit and watch you eat pasta and drink water? Well, we're going to eat pasta on my birthday. I'm not going to drink. But then following day, after I finish, hopefully, the marathon, we will then celebrate. Uh, and that will be birthday celebration. And maybe we'll film a podcast right after. Who knows? Who knows? If I have even the will <laughs> to, to get a mic in front of my face. I was thinking I'm going to bring the mic and jog for the last half mile with you. And we can do a podcast at 26. And You'll do uh, like a TikTok of me literally struggling for like 10 minutes as I've tried to finish the, the cross the finish line. Exactly. No, that's awesome. Parker, I'm excited for you, man. Everybody else out there that's working on a physical or a mental or emotional feat, 
keep grinding. The mental fortitude will carry you. And I think with that, Parker, what's your perspective, man? What do you got for us today? All right. This one was really... This this quote really... I sat and, and thought about this quote for so long because it's just... It, it's such an impactful person in American history who's made such a difference in the lives of so many, paving a path for the future of so many. Frederick Douglass, he said this, I prayed for 20 years, but received no answer until I prayed with my legs. He said he prayed for change, right? In our world. He prayed for it. But you know how he actually made the change? And made action happen to see that change. Frederick Douglass was a slave. He made a change and paved the path for so many other people as an abolitionist of slavery. Um, and it's a, it's a powerful quote. So, that is. Sam, with that, it's Fortitude and 15. And next week is going to be a fun Fortitude and 15. Yes, it will. Check out our interview this week with Matt Ducko. He does advanced work for the Biden administration, currently getting his master's at Johns Hopkins. We talk about repairing the world, making an impact on society, some of the issues that he thinks is facing our generation, the burden that we're stuck with, and what to do when you get kicked in the teeth. It's an awesome conversation. So Elevation Nation, until next week, go run your marathons. Peace. Hey, it's Parker again. Thanks for listening to Fortitude and 15 this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be. If you want to join the nation and follow Sam and my journey, you can follow us at elevationnation.io. Or you can visit us on the web at www.elevationnation.io. DM us, text us, email us if you want to share your story, you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you think anyone else should join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. Shoot him a follow on Instagram at produceDbyJay. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess for their constant support. Be sure to tune in for the next conversation. See you then.